Hello and welcome to the Reflect Forward podcast. It's a short format podcast that discusses racism from the lens of sports. I'm Jamal Sheikh. I'm the co-founder of Reflect Forward and a diversity, equity and inclusion specialist. And today I'm joined by my co-host Adam Cassidy. Adam brings over 15 years of experience in space of community and diversity. Adam has worked with national and global sporting organizations. Adam, welcome. And today we actually got to talk about the search for knowledge. And my first question to you here is where can someone actually start in their search for knowledge? Well, there's lots of places, isn't there? I mean, people learn in different ways and there's podcasts, books, articles, documentaries, movies. There's all sorts of things that people can do to help them along that journey. And I think the, the really key thing for someone here is intention. And we, we spoke about intention in a previous episode in a bit of a negative way in the sense of intention can, if someone says something quite racist, they can say, oh, that wasn't their intention. But I think in this sense, positive intention is really important. If someone's got an intention to be better and to make a difference, then that search for knowledge and that being proactive is really important. And I think a great example of that is something we recorded quite a while ago now with the current captain of the Australian men's cricket team, Pat Cummins. Now, what I love about this recording is we recorded this well before he was captain, but it's no surprise that he's someone in a really big leadership role now when you, when you sort of follow him on his journey. So let's have a listen to a clip from Pat Cummins. I'd say the biggest one, the biggest shift I've had in the last year or so is um, just our Indigenous culture here in Australia. Um, obviously, at school, you learn a little bit about it. Um, I remember learning about, say, the stolen generations and yeah. um, I guess really you know, small parts of the Indigenous culture. You learn about like the boomerang didgeridoo, um, dream time, some stories, but, but never really that, um, I guess, in-depth. And I think it was always, oh, that's the past, you know, that, that was what that culture was and never really speak that it still exists. Yeah. Um, but the biggest shift for me was just learning about, um, you know, Dark Amy is a great book that you know, came out a couple of years ago and it talks about just how productive and how um, intelligent and how, um, I guess, incredible, you know, the culture was at, you know, not only surviving but thriving, how closely they'll, you know, intertwine with the land and um, it kind of shifted my perspective from, I guess, um, you know, I guess I just thought they were, a lot of the Indigenous were foragers or, you know, just kind of just surviving off the land and suddenly found out they've got, you know, they'll burn, burn certain fires um, to make sure the bush survived. I'd look after certain flora, fauna, um, you know, had this whole ecosystem that was so finely tuned over 60,000 years. Um, it kind of shifted my perspective to, wow, these, these cultures are absolute experts of this land that we live in and we don't really tap into it nowadays. So um, just huge admiration and respect for, I guess, the history. And I just think it's cool we're living in Australia and it's got all this history that I didn't even know about. A year ago. So if we reflected on what Pat just said, I think there's a lot we can unpack. For me, Pat is an example of someone who's seeking the knowledge and he demonstrated that many times, especially in the last couple of years. I remember actually in our first call, Pat 
immediately asked, he said, Jamal, do you have any recommendations about documentaries or books or places where I can learn more about what's going on? But Adam, I know you worked with, with Pat, you know, on a number of occasions when you were at Cricket Australia. So I was curious, you know, was there anything that you observed, any insights that you can share about whether it's Pat or sports in general? Yeah, I, I, look, he's a great example, I think, of someone with a real thirst for knowledge. And look, I'm not going to pretend I know Pat super well, but I, I had enough meetings with him to get a sense of the sort of human he is. And he was never the guy who said, just tell me what you want me to do. He was just so outcome driven. He'd go and just research everything as much as he could so that he could make his own kind of form his own opinion and then lead on that and play a, a significant role. And the, the other thing I really remember about him was we often met, um, I often met with Pat with a colleague of mine um, who came with really strong lived experience in this space. And he would always, he was one of the few who would always direct his questions to my colleague, despite the fact that that particular colleague was maybe not as senior as me at the time in the organization. But he was trying to learn from the person who actually knew the topic a lot better than I did. And I just found that really interesting quality of his. Um, and I was really impressed with the way he did that. Right, right. And also, I remember, I think it was early in the year, Adam, there was an incident where actually Pat Cummins, and it might have been Usman Kawaja, which is a teammate. Do you remember what happened there? Because maybe we can talk about that one as well. Yeah, well, I, th I think that's a great example of, you know, when you put all of that knowledge and that research into place, what's what's going to be your influence or the outcome of of doing that? And, you know, well, might seem like a small gesture when, you know, they were on the, they had one um, a massive event, they were being presented the trophy and then champagne appeared on stage. Usman Khawaja, as, as a Muslim man, obviously couldn't be seen around all the, the champagne that was getting sprayed everywhere. Pat, as a leader, noticed that Usman wasn't on the stage, got everyone to put it away, which credit to the whole team, they straight away realised what they were doing, all put it away and Usman could join the celebrations. Right, right. It's, it's very interesting, isn't it? There's no messiah coming here who's going to take your hand and really show you what to do. The entire teammates are compliant really without almost questioning or hesitation. Yeah. Do you think from, from your point of view, Jamal, I mean, you're not someone who's probably had a, a big cricket background in your life. Not really. I think you said to me the other day, you didn't know a lot about cricket when you were sort of arrived here, and but you know about that incident. So how, how big and can that be when someone does something like that in a leadership role? Yeah, it's an interesting question, Adam, because for me, this is probably demonstrate the power of athletes and what they can do if, if they use their voices, their platforms, the, the power that they got to some extent. And I think a lot of people saw that as an encouragement. But at the same time, you also look at it from a point of view of a lot of people in itself got educated by what he did, you know, because some people don't know why a champagne and Islam, maybe for example, alcohol and Islam, why is it not okay? Or what's the big deal about it? So I think that in itself really provided an opportunity for people to be educated. And for me, that really comes down to the power of sports and what it could do. But I guess this, I'm looking at this more from the lens of young people, schools, but I'm sure from a community and from a sporting also point of view. But I think it's fair to say my takeaway from today's episode, Adam, was really when it comes to, to searching for knowledge or seeking the knowledge, it's all about individually be a role model, you know? So basically, 
do not wait for someone to really tell you what to do because at the end of the day you might find someone who share with you the knowledge but in terms of how to apply it that really when you have to think and understand because that's the only way you're basically going to hack it <laughs> for those who are trying to hack <laughs> what to do th th there's no shortcuts here it's really about understanding the importance of it because then you'll be able to relate and apply that in different contexts is what i would say but on that one adam just have a quick question before before we wrap up today about what are your thoughts on demonstrating that knowledge you know especially as an athlete you know is that something happens behind scenes is that something publicly it should be demonstrated especially when it's a positive gesture what what are your thoughts i mean authenticity matters doesn't it and i think that's that was a great example of and sort of what you were saying just then around the more you can understand it yourself then the way you educate, the way you speak, the way you lead is going to be authentic and that's always going to have a greater impact. Absolutely. And I think sports can really play a big role in terms of creating that inspiration, that engagement, that curiosity for people to really embark on this journey of, of becoming a better allies, a better advocate, a better, a better people, I guess, a better, better, better society. And I think for me, that is, that is my takeaway out of today's episode is, you know, if you're really seeking to, to find knowledge when it comes to to racial literacy, then I think for me, it really starts with curiosity. And, and you might find a lot of people who will tell you where to start, or maybe will share with you some of their experiences. But if you really want to put it in practice, it's about understanding where they're coming from and what's really happening behind the scenes, because that's the only way you'll be able to, to understand how to become a better allies. Beautifully said. And thank you for another great conversation, Jamal. And thanks to Pat for, that was quite a while ago now, but it's always great to look back and and his words still resonate really well. We've got plenty more episodes to come and some more great topics to cover over the coming weeks. Yeah. And actually for more information or anti-racism resources, just head to our website, reflectforward.com.au or you can leave us also a message via our website. Thank you for listening. <laughs>